0: Good morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie every Friday here on 11:50 a.m. KKNW. I'll be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities that are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Whoop whoop!
1: I'm excited. <laughs> going to be a great end of this week.
0: Yeah, follow the sun, because mm-hmm. I can see it. I'm following it way over here to the left <laughs> at
1: the beach. <laughs> and into our blue moon we're expecting tomorrow. Full moon. Yeah, full blue moon. Halloween. Yep, and the last time we actually had a full moon on Halloween was, I believe, in 1944, I've been hearing. Really? Yep, on Halloween. There's been plenty, obviously, blue moons, <laughs> or full moons since then, but
0: you are the Halloween man of the year. I was going through my uh, memories this morning. You,
1: are,
0: you lifted say? my spirits with all your 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 costumes.
1: <laughs> Did the Skittles pox guy come yep, up? Yeah, yep. that was, I my said it was favorite a very one.
0: sweet sto- uh, sweet show.
1: Yeah, oh, that's right.
0: <laughs> and then you were that. Puff, that Stay Puff man.
1: Uh, I was S Puff. I was a <laughs> slim down. I was on a, you know, a a diet plan that year. So oh. the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man from the uh, Ghostbusters movie, you know, he's super big. So I was like a deflated version. <laughs> so I called myself S Puff. Very tall. I was. <laughs> it was. So I was on a well, diet regiment.
0: You lift my spirits. Thanks. You too. All right. So the the clocks go back. So. Uh, Sunday. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Backwards. So. Uh,
0: Follow the sun. Mm-hmm. Get up early. Get up late. I don't know. <laughs> if you see sun, get outside. How's that? <laughs> but that was Clint McEwen, uh, musiccom uh, Love him. Normally I have some uh, musicians in the studio, but as is right now, we're not doing that. But he moved to Orcas Island, and he's doing uh, music lessons, and he's doing some virtual stuff. So I invite anyone, anyone who loves Clint McEwen mm-hmm. to visit him online at musiccom and we'll end the show with Follow the Sun. And so I have two grandkids. I have a 10-year-old Ethan, and t- you know he's on his computer, and he's doing school probably in about 10, 15 minutes from now. And then I have a granddaughter, and she's four. She does turn four. And I was thinking, everyone's talking about the kids that are um, in school, but how about the preschoolers? And what can we do for them to keep them entertained? And joining us this morning is Joanne Gramlich. She's an author. Good morning, Joanne. Hi, good morning. Thank you for having me. Tell
2: Tell the listeners what it is that you wrote. Okay, so I wrote um, a couple books. The first one is Talk, Plain, Read With Me, Mommy Interactive Activities to Enhance Your Child's Language Development from Birth to Age 5, and that was published in 2014. And then I also published an ebook version of the Mommy book, Talk, Plain, Read With Me, Mommy Interactive ebook, and that is for the tablet and iPad users. And then recently, um, this, this uh, tw- July of 2020, I pub- or I had published "Talk Play and Read with Me, Daddy," interactive activities to enhance your child's language development from birth to age five. And basically, the books are geared toward towards our little our younger population to get them ready for school. So the book is kind of set up like a recipe book with a "Ready, Set, Go" theme, where the books pr- or the activities within the book provide. Um, the objectives of the activities, the uh, how to elicit communication with your child, some strategies embedded in within the activities, and also some sample dialogue. And basically, it's, like you said, it's infant, toddler, and preschool activities. Um, the activities within the infant section can be um, expanded on. For example, there's five little monkeys. And of course, when you're doing that with your seven-month-old, you're just going to be doing a Gestures with the hand, the hand movement and the body movement, which allows the child to um, increase their fine and gross motor skills by performing the body movements. But then, when you're at that toddler age and that preschool age, you can incorporate uh, monkey puppets. I I have lots of hand puppets for the five little monkeys, Um, the barrels monkeys, and then that's going to incorporate other skills like counting and then colors. Um, There going to use their memory skills they're going to increase their vocabulary um, and also their imaginative play because they're going to act out what a monkey does etc and so again so what I'm trying to say is that there's three chapters within the book the infant toddler preschooler and you can modify or expand on the activities and there's a whole lot of skills that can be learned along the way so and it's very interactive for mom dad caregiver grandma grandpa etc so that's just a quick snapshots so there are a lot of fun activities and most of the activities within the book I wouldn't say all of them but a good majority are set up during the daily routines which a majority of the learning is taking place from birth to five so for example um, snack time meal time um, dress time uh, bath time uh, Playtime, all kinds of interactive activities around those regular daily routines and that's when the kids can develop and increase their, their language skills so they're very helpful and a lot of fun and you do something so. else
0: what do you do for children and
2: language um, I'm not sure what you mean by that. Um, okay. So I'm a speech-language pathologist. Is that what you meant? That's what I meant. Yeah. And I- oh, all right. I was, I was wondering. Okay. So, yes, I'm a speech-language pathologist, and I do work with the um, birth-to-five population, and I also have worked with school-age kids, uh, kindergarten through seventh, and recently um, transitioned to the preschool Uh, population which I've done both for over 20 years so yes and I have a lot of hands-on experience with the little ones and then school-age ones and you know learning for children making learning fun is something that isn't as hard as maybe we think it is during those daily routines So, for example um, well let's just start with mealtime sometimes kids are fussy and they don't want to come to the table something as simple as letting them bring their little superhero or their teddy bear to the meal and it engages them and, you know, keeps their interest and you already are starting conversation with, with their little, you know, furry friends or what have you. And they get to role play. They can ask their little friends, you want to glass some milk or do you want a cookie? And vice versa, go, you know, those volleys going back and forth, just engaging them and keeping their interest. So right off the bat, I mean, sometimes I've done speech in the homes and it might be, you know, that mealtime and the kid is running around because he doesn't want to sit, but there's just ways to creative ways to pique their interest. And that's what the book is all about. Getting these kids to talk during these routines and keeping them engaged during, during while making learning fun. Well, and Um, I think now more than ever
0: being creative and with language, because we're putting our kids in front of computers and we're putting them in front of televisions and, you know, I, whatever technology we have, pulling them away and engaging with them. And, and you know, when we're so busy, we're not talking to our kids anymore. And, I, you know, I'll go to a park and the mom's got their their phone on and they are not engaged with their children whatsoever. And, and to me, it's heartbreaking because kids need conversation in the car, not playing a game or something, you know. Right. So right now more than ever, yes. because they're at home and we don't have the teachers engaged, us as parents need right. to or grandparents need to be fully engaged with our children.
2: Right. I mean there's a balance to it all. I mean, for example, like you said, I have the ebook format for the mommy book. And um, it provide it's very it's very stimulating. It's fun. It's interactive. It has the audio spots. It has um, a lot of animation and, you know, the kids can press buttons on it and the language, you know, sentences or whatever, whichever chapter you happen to be in, that type of language will come out. But it, there's just a balance to it all because sometimes I, I see kids, you know, within, I work in the preschools and, and I go to the UPKs and or daycares and you'll see that if, you, if I show them, if I show them the iPad, I can tell right away who has too much iPad time (laughs) versus somebody who's not, you know, because as soon as you take it away, they lose it. Oh no, this is one of those kids. And, and you know, I've, as a matter of fact, I have one presently and I've, I've figured out how to uh, keep his interest in a creative fashion. So we don't even need the iPad anymore. It's just, it's good. So as long as you have, you know, just things that they want to look at, like he enjoys holding a dinosaur during our whole um, session so it's if, if it's something as simple as that, or like I said, a teddy bear or their baby doll. Why not let them have it? If, if you know if it's you're you're working in the home and, and they, they can also use that little figure or whatever that it's going to be, something that they you know love to play with and engage with. Why not have them pretend that, that little teddy bear is sweeping the floor with you and talk about it. Those verbs, those nouns, just get excited. I mean, nobody likes to do housework anyways, right? I don't like doing housework, but I do it because I have to. So why not have your kids learn how to do it? And then, you know, you provide the language as you're doing it, sweeping, pulling, pushing, whatever, whatever you happen to be doing in the kitchen. When you're baking cookies, let your kids um, measure that uh, flour or measure the sugar. I know it's always seems like it's going to take much longer to get get that chore done or whatever it happens to be that activity but it's all worth it because then you're allowing your kids to take in the language and take in the experience then you're bonding and your kids will remember this stuff i know i i had an event when i had to um i was selling my book at the buffalo zoo and one of the one of my kids um that i worked with the mom and dad and the child came to the event so then that was a few years ago, and they were just at the zoo about a month ago. And I, um, the parent told me, the little boy said, is this JoJo coming? Because he remembered from two years ago from that experience of me being there. That was so cute. So your kids aren't, aren't going to forget these bonding moments. And that's the point of all. That's the point of engaging your kids during these chores and what have you, regular routines, because they're going to remember those special moments and that's going to, you know, keep your your relationship strong. So it's not always it's not only about this language aspect, which is so important, but it's also about bonding and letting your kid know that um, you know, to to help them know that they can get out in the world and explore, learn about themselves and then allow them to go out and feel safe when they're in school and have to explore, you know, with other kids. Just it's just there's so many benefits of the of in you know, engaging with your kids and immersing them in the activities throughout the day with you. And with language. So
0: I was a hypnotherapist and pre being a hypnotherapist, I understand the power of words. So I would say, okay, kids, we're going to have a good time. And then what are we going to do? We're going to clean the bathroom or we're going to do the dishes or yeah. whatever. But then we put, we had a little boom box back then and we put in music and my kids know all genres because we were we would dance and sing while we clean the kitchen after dinner. Or I always tried to make it fun. I know, fun, so fun. <laughs> and they loved it. And now yes. my daughter does it with her daughter and son, and they put on the music and they they clean the house. But also, what you were saying about cooking, um, I know my daughter's stressed out, so recently I started mm-hmm. doing um, dinners with my grandkids, and and she, my granddaughter's four. My grandson used to do it with me quite a bit when he was little, but just to start having them like you said measure and, and you're talking to them about well like the meat you know how you cook it and it turns a different color it was just so fascinating right. as a grandmother to, to be redoing it now with Emma who's four and I got a lot right. out of it and and my daughter got a vacation so again just sitting down and ha- oh just talking I love 10 year olds but anyways they're just they're so funny I
2: know it, it's true I mean you're you, I guess we don't realize all the skills that are um, that we're tapping into, like you said, the measuring, the quantities, um, the colors. Um, I just so, so much language that we're bombarding them with, and their brain—they're—they're they're making all these connections. Their brain is exploding and, you know, growing. And that's what we want. You just want to stimulate your kids to that—talking, playing, and reading. And of course, playing is the work of a child. So keep them playing. Keep them motivated. Keep them engaged. Keep them interested. Keep them curious. So what if they spill the milk or whatever? We'll <laughs> clean it up, right? You know, that's another thing here. You know, I think some parents are afraid to have their kids in the kitchen, but also you're, if you're going to help have them help you in the kitchen, you're also teaching them how to cook these skills that they're going to lifelong skills and, you know, learning skills within the kitchen. I mean, that's a huge benefit. So there's so many things that come out of it that people forget because we're always in such a rush to get everything done, right? That's, Well, and I think that's why being a grandparent right right now is so important and and being
0: involved. And I have to say, I I, I took your book, uh, and uh, me and Emma, she's four, we were reading it. She just turned four, but she took the book away Mm -hmm. from me. And she started reading it to me, and because the pictures are so like funny, like, well, this is when we take a bath. Okay, now we're fun in the. Oh, we're having fun in the sun. There's the sun. We're going to go, Grandma. Let's go outside and go to the swimming pool. They have a swimming pool and a slip and slide. But again, she actually could look at the book and actually start. She was reading it to me, and everyone was stopped and the whole house was listening because she was so entertaining. But you know, it was it was really fun because I just sat down to to
2: read her a book, but nope, she read it to me. See that's awesome so that's yeah that's what it's all about that's so that's so great so yeah and there's just so many different activities within the book I mean um, when I did the research for the book itself I remember going to Barnes and Nobles and picking up a few activity books and they were so overwhelming I mean 300 to 500 activities I know myself that I, I know I will just be looking and looking and trying to find that perfect activity and the little one I'm working with who wants to be engaged and, and you know wants to play has already run off because they don't have patience to sit there but that's why I created something simple and user-friendly and it's like you said three it's pretty much three books in one because you have the infant toddler and preschool chapter and so it allows you to zoom right in because it tells you exactly what you need, what you what you know what you need, the most of the objects and toys most of the parents have because I set it up where it's simple. it's not there's nothing fancy that you you know you probably have most of the objects that are within each activity because, like I said, they're developed mostly around the regular routines within the home. But the point is you can take it when you're on the go. If you're in the, you know how many times you go to a doctor's office and little ones are getting yelled at because they can't sit still, but that's <laughs> the nature of who they are. So bring out this book, put it in your diaper bag. It's so manageable to carry around in your purse, whatever. It's very, you know, a five by eight. It's simple to carry around. So the point is grab it when you're on the go. And, you know, it, it, it kind of gives you um, an it. Uh, a light bulb moment where like you said if you're at the beach there's one activity called so many words you can start you know playing games thinking about all the words you would you know encounter while you're at the beach or taking a walk in the snow there's just so many different activities that will allow your child to improve their language skills or increase their language skills
0: and I think you know the the car the car is a good place to keep it because that's we're we're waiting for someone with sport. You know, you're always waiting. <laughs> we used to yes. live in the van for sports and stuff. And then you could pull up the book and say, you know, Emma, or you could just pull it up and just go to the page like you would a, a chap, not a chapter book, but those like angel books where you open it up and it tells you the thought for the day. But, you know, then you start, mm-hmm. you just pick the one for the day, and then you have an activity. And I have to say, I started my book, um, I wrote a book. It's about the chakras, but it started as a kid's game of a rock game. And it, those rocks were in my car. And it was the color game, right, or the rock game. And they would pick a certain rock, and that rock would be an amethyst. And I would say, oh, you dream, you like dreaming, you like the color purple. But it it just started as a game. And I wrote a book all about that. And crayons. Crayons, when you're um, waiting for your food, you know, we would uh, match the colors, or they would pick their favorite Mm -hmm. color, and I would say, oh, pink is about your heart. Um, You have a big heart or something. But just being yourself creative as a parent and being more
2: childlike, right.
0: That's what it is about. Us exactly, being more childlike. I know it is.
2: It does allow the parent to tap into their imagination too, and you know, go back to those childlike moments, which is fun because that was, thats what we want our world to be about. Because so much, so many crazy things going on, but just take it back to being simple and childlike for your child, and then, like you said, it automatically creates that bonding moment, those special bonding moments. And so, I'm going, um, and I know you said about.
0: Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, my, new, my new thing is the art of visiting. You know, where you have no intentions of doing something, but just sitting with anybody, like my granddaughter or my grandson, and talking to him. My grandson, uh, has, he was playing a video game, and it's Marvel something, but the he can make the mm-hmm. Marvel characters dance. And it was so hilarious. Okay. He's supposed to be killing people, right? But I could tell that there's right. some dances and music that goes to this guy. So the next morning, we woke up, and we learned dances from the Marvel character. I can't tell you who he is, but he's kind of scary. And we learned three or four moves with music with something that had nothing to do with the video games. But, you know, just being more childlike, more creative. Right. And and spending some time just being with your kids, grandkids. They teach us so much, and they're so amazing. And I think right now, you know, we're all, you said um, simplify, but we're overwhelmed. And so when we're overwhelmed, we we disconnect, and we might, you know, get into our phones ourselves and and not pay attention to what's going on around us. But now more than ever, we really need to get off the technology and really – really embrace the time know. we have with each other
2: exactly i it is i mean oh my gosh we're all immersed. into i like you said when i was preparing to, to meet you guys i got nervous because i was thinking oh no i don't know exactly what to do and you know every day we're on the computers and that and these books allow you to for example when i was growing up we didn't have all this technology so it was all about imaginative play and role play and you know interacting with friends outside running around etc it's just you know, building, increasing our skills through play, but now, like you said, there's so much technology, and we need a balance to it. And I think these books bring a balance to children's lives in the sense of, um, I'm just going to skim through the book. I mean, planting a garden, um, storytelling. I'm just naming off some of the activities. Can you say it? Does it belong? Describe it. Nursery rhyme time. What color? Did you eat? How fun is that? You can, you know, of course, have your meals. And just make sure you use descriptive language when you're with your little ones. Colorful language, language that you mostly find within your storybooks. You know, most, and that's another thing. Reading, everybody needs to be reading to their children. You know, five to ten minutes a day, they're going to hear all um, the descriptive language, and then they're going to hear the grammar components, and you know, be able to imitate the sentence building tasks. But it just. That's what we want to target. That's what we want to get our kids ready for kindergarten. So these books really uh, allow parents and our loved ones to do that for their children.
0: And what I love is, like, I'm so old school that as soon as the parents go off to dinner and I'm, like, with them, we don't have a television Mm -hmm. on. And they come home and we're coloring. We we do pencils, uh, not crayons, but it's uh, pastels. Now we're doing finger painting. Ethan, he's tense. We'd play chess. And by the time they get home, the house isn't destroyed. <laughs> the kids are kind of mellow. <laughs> the TV's still off, and they're like, what? <laughs>
2: What's going on? Yeah. What
0: would you give my kids? I Nothing. know.
2: <laughs> exactly. Like, for example, look, the, in, the, in Buffalo here, of course, it's fall, and there's beautiful leaves that are falling from the trees, et cetera, beautiful, colorful leaves. I mean, you could, you know, go collect some leaves, get some contact paper, Put those leaves down and then let them dry out, and then you can make uh, a placemat. Very colorful leaf placemats. Um, That's what I want to do today. I
0: want to do that today. I'm seeing my grandkids. You just—I forgot about doing that. You know, and you take the colors, and you can also color over it, and it goes on the paper. You
2: just—you just thank you for that. (laughs) I'm doing that. Oh yeah, there's just so many things. I mean, even just driving in the car, looking at all the beautiful trees and the landscapes, and. Just um, the scenery in the fall. There's so many things to talk about. It just comes once a year, so why not enjoy it, right? I mean, we're all kind of stuck indoors because of the climate we're in. But you still can do a car ride outside and do, do things like that. Going for the pumpkins, you know, within reason. And, you know, get the apples, make a pie. There's so many different things. Halloween, of last course.
0: Week, um, last week, you know, she did. She saw a spider, and we watched it make a web. And me and my granddaughter are just like, and we named it. How cool is that? (laughs) We were mesmerized by the spider. And normally, you know, like kill it or something. But no, I'm like, no. And now she respects that the spider was making that web. It was, again, they make me young, right? They really do by engaging with
2: them. I know, and then you could start singing the itsy-bitsy spider song. I mean, here's when you might want to go to the computer and, you know, have the finger play song playing, and you might see an animated um, spider, what have you. And, you know, it's all engaging, and they're learning by that. But that's what I mean. It's just these little simple moments that you can build on and expand on, and you have an activity that you didn't even expect, just something as simple as that. Like I said, the little spider building his web, but how cool is that for them to see some science?
0: And, and all the this, language around it. This summer, I made them do yard work. They didn't even know they were working. Because I mean, we just took all yep. the old buds off the flowers, and then we swept it up. And by the time my daughter got home again, they had a bucket full of weeds, and it was just like they had no idea. Then they are washing my car
2: with me. They have no idea
0: that they were oh, that's working. So,
2: that's, see, you're doing a great job. That's exactly what everybody needs to do, because that's what it's all about, those those simple moments where, you know, like I said, the language the language is around the activity, and it just all comes out naturally. And they don't even realize they're working because they're having so much fun. So, And that's, that's my prescription,
0: fun. After what we've been through, I wrote down fun, more fun. And just like you said, I'm going to do that today with the leaves because I remember doing that in school. And we also uh, ironed it. I know this sounds weird, but we put them between um, wax paper. So you just spark these me- memories of fall and what my teacher used to do to right. me. So I can reignite re- that in my children, my grandchildren.
2: Right. Yeah. There's yeah, it's just it's an amazing time of the year. Um of course when September back to school, the you know, school supplies, all that kind of language, and now it's fall. The pumpkins, the leaves, the raking. Um, gosh, what else is there? Hay rides. Oh my gosh, going on a hay ride. I know it's within limits, but even you could do a pretend one in your backyard with a wagon, you know. You could there's, you, you just have to build on it, right? Use your imagination and set it up, kind yeah. of thing with apples, the pumpkins. I mean, that would be fun having different stations in your own backyard for the kids and pretending. So, pretend, you know, I work chakras. Yeah, but that's yeah, your upper chakras. Pretending. Like you said, we're just making learning fun. So that's it. Making learning fun. That's what it's all about, and that's what the books are all about. Yeah, for Joe, the I- kids, for the parents and creating those special bonding moments. So, Joanne, what's your uh, website? Uh, talkplayandread.com.
0: Talkplayandread.com. And you have a website? Oh, I mean, and a Facebook yes. page? I'm sorry, what is that? Did you say Facebook? Yeah, so it's Talk, Play,
2: and Read with, say it again, with Mommy? Oh, okay, so my, my website is talkplayandread.com. Read dot com. Okay. And go. then the Facebook is Talk, Play, and Read with me, Mommy. Great, beautiful, and then
0: if anybody wants to pick up the books, they can go on there.
2: And um, is it on Amazon? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. the books are available on my website, Amazon.com, and BarnesandNobos.com. Awesome. Talk,
0: play, and read with mommy, and the other one is daddy. And um, we invite you to check out uh, Joanne's website. Thank you for joining me this morning. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Trick or treating at home. <laughs> You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
1: Set your intention. Dream with care.
0: Are you feeling blocked? Are you frustrated or confused? If so, take some time to stop and step off the treadmill so you can receive the guidance and the support you need to take your life in a new direction. A client of mine called me a personal trainer for the body, the mind, and the spirit, and she added. Dina Marie does not heal you, she gives you the tools you need to heal yourself. If you're ready for a change, I'm here for you. In person, our phone sessions are available by appointment. Visit dina mariecom to connect with me today. Need a day away? Indulge yourself in a sanctuary of rest at the Seaside Spa and Salon, located in historic Waterfront Coopville on beautiful Whidbey Island. Seaside Spa and Salon specializes in organic spa treatments, Their goal is to create a place for you to regain balance and to uplift your spirits. Check out their website for information on spa packages and gift certificates. Visit SeasideSpaAndSalon.com or like them on Facebook to plan your day away today.
1: Tune in every third Friday on Lift Your Spirits Radio at 8 a.m. for the sustainability sessions with host Rebecca Sayer. Learn from and be inspired by local leaders, thinkers, and problem solvers who are tackling the sustainable living questions through invention, collaboration, and hard work. This lively and thought-provoking show focuses on tangible, practical measures that we can all take to reduce our carbon footprint and rethink how we relate to the resources of our natural world. Don't forget—that's the sustainability sessions with host Rebecca Sayer every third Friday on Lift Your Spirits Radio at 8 a.m.
0: Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 AM KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? no worries. You can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening.
2: Be sure to support the sponsors of your favorite shows on Alternative Talk
1: 1150. Oh, follow the song. Which way the wind
0: blows, this day's done. Welcome back. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie, and we are going to follow the sun to Puerto Rico to see Katie Drew. Good morning, Katie. Good morning, Dina. So happy to be here. And I can see your smiling face. You were on What's a year. It? That's a rooster. Yay! Yeah, I heard
1: the rooster in the background uh, too.
0: That's
3: Perfect our timing. rooster. <laughs> it's like Hawaii. Does he have a name? <laughs> No, we don't name them because, you know.
1: Obvious oh, good reasons. call. Oh, well, oh, there he's he is. now he's upset. <laughs> he doesn't have to. Just
0: joking. Well, Katie was on the show a, pr- really much a, a year ago, and you'd made a, a, a huge move to Costa Rica. And, um, no, Puerto Rico. Gosh, <laughs> I want to take you to Costa Rica. <laughs> I have no idea why. Okay, maybe we'll go together. But yeah, and, and we met, gosh, years ago. I know your whole family's been on my show. Um, just love your family like there's no tomorrow. And um, you were uh, a nanny. This was like probably two years ago when we did our reading. And you asked me how to engage this young lady that wasn't
3: talking to you. Is that was what happened. And what did you do? Um, yeah, the, this little girl, sweet little girl I nanny. She just, you know, she didn't open up, you know, as fast as some kids do. She's just you know, more to herself. And something had been going on with her group of friends. And so I really wanted to help her. And you recommended um, that I talk to her while she's in her creative zone. So for her, it's creating projects out of paint and, you know, all sorts of materials. And it worked like a charm. We were drawing together, and I just casually asked her, and she opened up. So it was, it was a tool I used until I was um, no longer the nanny, and uh, it, it was so powerful. And you just remind
0: me of that, and I think I've been using that with adults in my my counseling. I'll just have them color, mm-hmm. and they'll start bringing up childhood memories, and it's it, it's it works. I mean, teenagers, you know, it's, it always works, and you just have that coloring party, and then it became really cool, and your mom actually did it at some of her retreats and we were all coloring together. But yeah, that Mm -hmm. that communication and talking, and you now teach English.
3: Yeah, I I teach English online um, to kids in mostly Shanghai and Beijing area in China. Uh, And I'm able to um, make good money and only work a couple hours a day. So I can't complain. It's a fun job. You have to be very excited about life. Um, but, uh, my whole point is, as you were saying earlier, like, make it fun for them mm-hmm. because they're in a very structured environment with very little free time. So let's make the class really silly and productive and fun, you know?
0: And my friend, Faye, she's, she's doing, um, online, uh, music lessons. And she gave me that same speech. Like, you know, they're so stressed out, even the kids. Mm-hmm. So that short time she has with them, she makes it fun. That's a prescription yeah, that's fun. <laughs> Gosh, well, Katie, yeah. Katie. Katie, Katie, what can I say about Katie? This year, her intuition is so intact that it's freaking me out. She's like one of my little earth angels right now. I've had quite a few in the last year, especially in your family. Uh, and it started around the Christmas time. But Katie, um, out of the, the blue, asked me if I wanted um, a piece of art that she created. And it was a chakra art. And then she sent it to me. And then she um, sent a card with it. And it says, uh, this is what the card says. She decided to move forward into the unknown. The winds of discomfort pushed her but did not knock her down. Her roots ran deep and provided the strength she needed to continue, continue the journey to find her truth. Bless your heart for sending that to me exactly the day I needed it. Um, you also, about maybe three or four months later, you then you um, said, do you want to know about this new thing you're doing? And I needed that that day. And I said, yes. So tell the listeners what it is that you were, you were doing for me.
3: Uh, So I've been kind of learning about um, what's called human design. And uh, I just had an inkling, I guess you could say, to reach out to you. I know you're very open. And human design is a mix of uh, the chakra system, which obviously you are, you know, deeply aware and knowledgeable of, Um, I Ching and Kabbalah and astrology. So it was downloaded in 1987. It, by a man named Ru, Ra U, Uruhu. Sorry, it's kind of a weird name, but Ra Uruhu. And it's so crazy because he was a corporate guy, and then he went on this like eight-day, eight-day vision quest, and he had all this information downloaded. So your listeners might be thinking, "Oh, that's a stretch," but you have to give it a chance because this was coming from above. I mean, this system is is really helps people know that they don't work the way other people work and what's what's true to yourself and what um, what's best for you and how to get in your body and really uh, ask your body questions versus your mind
0: and then you said can I do a little reading on you <laughs> or you got my birthday and stuff and I was about yeah, so to... it, it,
3: mm-hmm, I it's was taken a... by your birthday your birth time and your birthplace So I asked you those three things, and then I literally plug it into uh, a website called mybodygraph.com. And it just comes to with a lot of information after that, a chart, what's called a human design, sorry, a body graph chart is what it's called.
0: And I was fascinated. I was on this fairy, fairy line, (laughs) whatever it was. And I'm like, oh, I'm listening to your one minute little clicks. And I actually listened to it again. But it just, it was so, uh, I've been asking for something new. I do astrology. I do numerology. I do all these things. And I, I just, it just really talked to me. And I think that's why I do the work I do. I want you to know who you are so that you know that you're, I'm not crazy. I'm just, I'm this way. That's who I am. And accept yourself for who you are. And then you, you and I were like in our charts quite a bit alike.
3: Yes, we're very alike. Um, We have the same energy types. So there are four types of energy, which means how you get energy, how much energy you have and uh, there is uh, 70% of people, um, they have a very solid sacral center. So that means that they um, can work, work long hours. They can uh, have a steady stream of energy as long as they're happy doing what they do. Um, and their energy is consistent every day. And then there are others um, like us called projectors that don't have that defined sacral center energetically in our body. And so it does uh, get influenced by the outside world more. We are not meant to uh, work long hours. Um, I think they say like, don't work more than four hours a day. Now I know that might not be realistic for some people, but I also feel that it it is more doable than you think. Um, And then there are manifestors uh, which uh, also don't have that sacral uh, energy and they, they may be needing to recharge more. And then the the least, uh, I shouldn't say the least, but the the less common of all are called reflectors and they have all open energy uh, energy in their body everywhere. Um, And so uh, one quote I wanted to share was, it, it says, no one is broken and yet we run around trying to fill up the open places and seek to be what we are not. So, that hit home for me, you know, as you you and I are similar. We are we're conditioned to work, 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 pay the bills, do this, and we are not designed to do that. We're actually designed to do, be guides, be teachers, um, and help guide the energy around us. <laughs> and we need sleep. That was we need the- sleep, yes, yes.
0: I love my sleep and, and and again, sometimes I do twelve hours once a week I'll, and I know that sounds a lot, but I need it, and I might not even be sleeping, but just being alone, being by myself, being in the dark and the silence it it rejuvenates me, and I'm a different person i i and you said as a child, you've always needed your sleep, and that's I always preach it too, like not sleeping with other people once or if you are a couple or something once a, a week. Make sure that you get the rest that you need because then you'll have more energy.
3: Yeah. So if you're a projector or you have an open sacral, if they actually say not to sleep in the same bed if with another generator. That's the energy type. Um, and I know that's not realistic for a lot of people, but um, I... I have a projector uh, partner, so we are okay. (laughs) We don't. We don't. The thing is, you're the um, the sacral being the generators. They have this constant energy. So if you're trying to sleep and you don't have that constant energy, you're taking that energy in. It's very hard for you to sleep. Um, And so, yeah, you need to sleep alone. Things you've already done, Dina, in your life. It's just kind of validating what you felt, and that's what I'm about, and that's what you're about too. Like, let's validate our feelings. Let's live life how we, how works best for us, and let's decondition because we've been conditioned to believe a lot of things that don't serve our own unique selves.
0: And I did, through the pandemic, try to do the eight-hour-a-day, and I did pull it off for four months. <laughs> but I really, I try to. I mean, Benny's watched mm-hmm. me do all kinds of crazy jobs and things, but I do, you know, if I do what I do. Like to do. It is a four hour day. I get it done. And then I go off and I do what I enjoy. And then I might get a call later on at night. But it's a real, I call it plurking, playing and working. But I have to have that childlike fun. And I just landed a part time job unexpectedly. And I really enjoy it. It's really fun. And so it's easy. And I make I'm making just as much money as I was doing the, you know, the eight hour, 40 hour week. But they didn't want me to work part time. And so I had to quit. You know, mm-hmm. so it's one of those things. I, I do have to be true to myself. I have to be now.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and you decide. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a really great tool. Um, this is something where, you know, you do have to learn a little bit about it before you, um, you know, as you go through your chart. You can't just say, oh, I'm a Taurus, you know, and this is my, these are my traits. It's more specific. It's very, it can go very in detail. But the most important things are your energy type. So for us, that's projectors and your authority. So how you make decisions in life, how you get to that point of, okay, this is what I need to do. And those are for bigger things, you know, career choices, you know, partnerships. And for us, you and I, again, same, same one. And it's only 11% of the population has this, it's called the splenic authority. So it comes from your spleen energy center and it really is in the moment is this right for me and it's a yes or a no and that's it you know and it's a very spur of the moment that's not common for most people most people you need to take a minute and you need to give it a minute to kind of feel it in the body and then make a decision when you're not as emotional about it Um, make sure you're out of your emotions
0: I think it's um, the green light, or I say get on the dance floor. It's like you, the music's playing, and, and you don't – sometimes I feel like this, I'm being pulled a certain way. Like it just – you're right. It's just go. And you know it's yes. right, and you, you, there's no stopping you. And I, I, I can tell when I kind of frustrate people when we're we're doing like big events and things together because I'm waiting for that, that green light. I'm not going to go do something until I feel like the light is green. And other people are like, well, why don't we do this now? Or why don't we do this now? And I'm like – and, and maybe they overanalyze and they want to, f- to make it happen now. And I, I just do it just when it, you're like you said, like it just happens. And I'm waiting for that, that, that thing. And I don't even, what what is it? Our, our intuition, our gut, or what is it? That Yeah. This-
3: so this is like the spleen is like your, your every, every single living thing on the planet has the spleen energy. So it's literally like our, like, I don't want to say fight or flight, but like our, our fear comes from there our our yes and our excited our nervousness like it's like our survival energy and so um one thing for us to remember is not to uh not to confuse the fear with the yes like if it's is it fear or is it fear like butterflies like ooh I'm nervous I'm excited but I'm really ugh. Or is it fear? Is it really like, <laughs> this is not right? Yeah. And that's one of the hardest things for people with that authority. But most people, you know, most people are um, either sacral, which comes from your sacral center, um, or uh, they are emotional. And so um, emotional is 47%. That's where you you think about it. You, you sit with it. And not you don't think about it, excuse me, you feel it, you sit with it, you give it time until you're no longer emotional, and then you make the decision. And then sacral is really cool, because the sounds, mm, mm mm-hmm, like a toddler would make, like, mm mm-hmm, or uh uh-uh, and uh uh-huh, those are all things that help us get in tune with that sacral area. And when you ask someone with the sacral authority, do you want to get ice cream, do you want to move to Washington? They usually get a very strong, uh uh-huh or uh uh-uh. And that helps them connect with that. And they, they do have more of that in the moment. What are you feeling? Is it a yes or is it a no? And if you don't know, you just wait. And so, yeah, those are the most common ones.
0: So, so I, i try to get into it on my own, but I'm glad that you explained it to me because it it seemed a little bit over my head, but isn't that Mm -hmm. what it's like every time you try something new? (laughs) You don't know it. So it's like, I want it to be familiar right away. And I did notice the chakras. So I, and I just like, you're talking about chakras to me in a different way and I'm learning something new and I really like it.
3: You know, (laughs) Yeah, it's a great system. Um, and it's very similar in a lot of ways to the, I mean, it integrates the chakra system. So, um, if I look at the chart, um, there are a couple that aren't seen as chakras so the spleen is one of them um and then you have the g center which is like your it's they call it the ego center your identity center that's not part of um the chakra system it's not a label and then the anja center which is like uh here i'm sorry you can't oh, see chakra? it, listeners but um right below like it would be kind of below your third eye okay um and so it's a little different, but it has a lot of the same, if you look at a, um, your your body graph, you'll see it looks very similar to the chakra system, but some of the areas will be open, so white, and some will be closed, which are um, defined, excuse me, that are colored in. Mm-hmm. Um, the colors don't matter. <laughs> so everyone said, does it matter if it's red or yellow? No that's just the way it is. But um, defined centers are very, they're kind of like, this is who I am. Say it's in your, um, in your identity center, you know who you are. There's really, you know who you are. And that's that. If it's open, you're a little more open, again, if it's white to like, oh, do I want to be like Sally, my best friend? Do I want to be a little bit like Dina? What do I like about these people? How can I be the best version of myself and be really open to other people and who they are. And you also are more vulnerable to conditioning. So if you're around a group of people that are, you know, I don't know, like uh, causing crimes or something, like you're, you're gonna be doing that more. You might be more susceptible to identifying with them. So being aware of where your open centers are, which are really, really where your wisdom comes from, but you have to be aware That they're also easily influenced. Um, and that the defined centers are a little bit more solid, you know, they're a little bit more, you know who you are, or you have willpower, or whatever that center represents. So yeah, and so for us, our our open is our um our energy, our life force center. So we don't have a consistent you know stream of life force energy like the generators do, which most likely are majority of people listening, uh 70%.
0: So where do we get our energy?
3: So we get our energy actually from other energy types. So people who have solid energies, you know, generators, um, they are the ones that actually bring us that energy. We get energy, like you said, by doing what lights us up and also giving ourselves a lot of permission to rest and not feel pressure to go, go, go all the time. Um, And so it's a mixture of things. I love being around people. that are generators i have a really uh, family here and one of uh, her name's sophia she is what's called the manifesting generators there are two types there are generators and manifesting generators and something about the manifesting generators they're just like really fun and they like to do a lot of things they're like the opposite kind of of me <laughs> i'm like let's do one thing and then rest but she is just she can do it all and i love being around her because i just I get that energy from her. I feel it, and I, like, feel more energized after we're, we spend time together.
0: And, and and for me, I do spend more time alone than I do with other people. People think I'm always around other human beings, but really I when I'm out there with them, I'm out there with them, and then I retreat, and I I really need I – you're right. You're so spot on. And I in the last year, I've made so many changes, and as I was just uh, quitting that one job and working a job where I worked just by myself, you know, and it was a lot of places I could be in nature, it just – totally changed me. And I have to say, I just went back to the place I was working and they're all still sitting there doing what they need to be doing. And I'm like, how can you still be there? <laughs> like, how can you, and they're looking at me like, la, 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 there goes Dina. <laughs> but it's well, like- they're, they're probably
3: thinking, how does she be how he, how she is? So that's, that's the beauty of, of, of this is that it gives you grace with other people. We are all different. Okay. We all respond to things differently. We all have different types of energy different things going on, obviously in our personal lives. But when you look at these charts, you really honor the differences and you give yourself grace you give others grace and you say, they're not me, you know, that's just it. It's not that Dina's lazy or Katie's lazy. It's that they're different. They need different themes. <laughs> um, get get so. off the beach, Dina. What are you doing sitting on the beach? Well, no, I think it's great. You, I, you stay on the beach. I love you, know? you
0: on the beach, too. And, and it was a big deal for you to to move, you know, and, and mm-hmm. do what you're doing. But you're, you're finding joy where you're at right now.
3: Oh, I love it here. Yes.
0: Tell everybody about where you live, what's going on there.
3: I live um, I live in uh, Puerto Rico. I live uh, five, ten minutes drive away from the beach. Um, and I am um, on the eastern side of of uh, puerto rico and Luquillo, and uh it's it's kind of magical we're uh right i can walk to the rainforest it's called el junque and uh you can walk into the rainforest and i can surround myself with green and then i have the beach and it's it's kind of magical it's it's really beautiful and it's so healing they call it the heart the el junque the rainforest is supposedly the heart of the Caribbean. Uh, it's, it's like where you go to heal and to love, and it's just really beautiful. So, um, I love it here. The people here are very kind. Uh, the, we have family, Nick's family, my uh, partner is, lives here and it's been so great to be just supported by them and in their presence. And, uh, it's, it's amazing. I mean, it's really hot. But... <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: that's nice now for us, or it's getting colder. And, and yeah. Nick was on the show too. He used to work at 21 Acres and you two um, met each other. And it's just, a, I just love your family. I love all of you. You've touched my life just so many ways. And then, like I said, this year, your family again, they always come around. I spent Valentine's with your parents. Yeah. on on Woodby Island and you know it was I went through such a change leaving Camino, and all these these doors shut for me and when I you know Valentine's with your mom and dad was probably the biggest hoot but also did Christmas (laughs) party uh, at your house with Sean who's been on the show Mm -hmm. Christopher and yeah it's uh, yeah I just feel really blessed to have all of you in my life and I just again you reaching out to me that day was perfect and I you know how do I say this what sparked you to do that?
3: I just, I get these hits of like, I don't know what you call them, intuition or, I don't know, I, I just feel really for me, I I had a feeling you were different when it came to the body graph, the human design chart. And so I really was curious about you and I also just thought of you and I was like, oh, she'd probably be open. I mean, that's how a lot of things come with me. I the more I let myself do it, the more it happens. And um, it's a really amazing, I love it. I love I love getting validation for for that because it helps me do it more, you know, reach out to people more that I am thinking about. You had mentioned the art that I did and how much you loved it. And I was like, it was sitting in my, it was, <laughs> you know, in my house, but still I was like, you know what? She would like this.
0: Oh, so, so I put it on, okay, my, I put it on my altar. <laughs> so I'm yeah. starting a new altar. <laughs> And then you also uh, sent the, um, into the forest I go, lose my mind, and find my soul. I don't have my glasses on, <laughs> but I did read it. Yay. The thing is, th- those are the things I need. And what I have on my wall during that April pandemic thing is go to the trees. Go to the trees. And and really, it's where my aura gets cleaned out, where my, my, I get my head on straight. And so I do what I can every day to go to the trees. And so... It was just another, you know, we're not lazy. We're trying to keep ourselves healthy, and, and we'll get more out of that than overdoing it or not, like you said, not being ourselves.
3: Exactly. And, I mean, don't people around us want us to be the happiest, healthiest version of ourselves?
0: I, I hope so.
3: <laughs> I hope so, too. I would think so. so.
0: So you're going to, next week, you're going to maybe do my chart, and we're going to have, like, a little session.
3: I'm ready today, but we can do it whenever you want. <laughs> I prepared, I loved it. I think you're going to get a lot of amazing insights that make a lot of sense. Um,
0: Give me a few <laughs> insights about me so I can well, start my Well, day.
3: one that you were talking about, it's called, so there's, there's a piece of the chart that talks about your life purpose, why you're here. And uh, you, and there's, there's a way like your, your life is kind of designed to go. And one piece of that, it's not all of it. One piece of it is, um, on a conscious level, you have what's called the hermit. So like you need your space and your time away and you need to, and you were saying that a lot already. You're like, yeah. And that's, I wouldn't say that's necessarily a projector thing. That's actually more along the lines of this hermit capability of, I need to kind of go within, I need to have space away. And as long as you have a healthy balance with that, it works really well for you. But um, I was smiling to myself because I was like, oh, that's, that makes so much sense. Um, and it's, it's not, nothing in your chart is bad or good. Everything is exactly how it should be. It's just a matter of understanding it. So when you see it and you see, oh, I have a white space there, you know, I have undefined <laughs> center, you please take the judgment out because it is not about that. It is about understanding that you are perfect the way you are and you are different and you are unique. And even, you know, if people are listening, they're like, oh, I'm a generator. No, generators are amazing. We need you in the world. Mm -hmm. And you still have very unique aspects to your chart. And please just try and eliminate the judgment Um, because it's more about understanding and accepting yourself and yeah. And it's all
0: good. Great. And we came here it's to be good. ourselves. That's how I started my book. Some clients said, you know how hard it is to be yourself? That's how I started my book. We need to know ourselves, be ourselves, be authentic. And Katie, I could talk to you for hours. So I will <laughs> next do. week. You're going to do my chart and we'll reconnect. But if people want to okay. reach out to you, how can they reach out to
3: you? Um, you know, if they want to know more about human design, I'm more than happy to uh talk about that. Uh, I have a private account for Instagram, but I'm happy with people finding me and messaging me. Um, And so my Instagram name is my name and it's K-A-T-Y, like Katy Perry. And then Drew, like I drew a picture and the number 13. Um, And if you want to email me, my email is kdrew13 at gmail.com. So, um, yeah, I'm really just very new at this. So, uh, it's, it's going to be a really fun journey and I hope to get better and better and maybe even eventually read charts for people like I'm doing for Dina. She's kind of my test. We're, we're learning <laughs> new my things. Test. Yeah. But, I- but, uh, please, please reach out if you'd like. And thank you for listening. And I, if you want to find out your own chart, you go to my body graph. Dot com.
0: Sweet, 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 sweet. And I'll also tag you on my Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie for the archive show. Right. And we're going to end the show with uh, Follow the Sun, Clint McEwen, clint music.com Join us next week for more people, place, and activities that will lift your spirits.
1: Follow, follow the sun. Which way the wind? This day is done Breathe Breathe in the air Set your intention Everyone, brand new moon, brand new sun.